feature presentation. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, and the hard facts that have created America. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I am your host, Jesse Lira, on the Mark Twain boat, as you can hear. This isn't your regular episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. It is just me, no Beto or Joe, because they're losers and we don't need them. I actually have a special guest here with me today. Fan favorite. Everyone enjoyed her on one of the previous podcast episodes my cousin Janice what's up Janice nothing much just enjoying my time with my cousin here on the Mark Twain boat Ooh, yeah it's awesome we also have some other special guests good friends of mine Brenda hi and Sean hey so I want to ask guys what are we doing here at Disneyland at the Mark Twain boat on the boat hanging out for what reason to have fun for what? what? What event is happening right now? This is the Titanic Memorial uh, situation we got going on here at Disneyland. We're trying to make sure that we can uh, properly commemorate all the losses we had in the great boat crash. Mark Twain, Titanic 2.0. It's a good tribute. It's a tribute. While we're on that, we are also here for the Mega 64 Game Days 2015 event. And if you don't know who Mega64 is, for everyone in the audience, Mega64 is the sketch video game comedy group on YouTube. And it's a gathering of all fans of Mega64. We also have other special guests here with us. I'd like to introduce Alex. Hi. Stacy. Hey. And Steve. Hey. So, I explained to everyone what we're here for, but why are we here? Well, we're all big fans of Mega64. They decided to have a nice uh, event uh, where we all meet up here at Disneyland. And they even extended it to have a nice like, big panel thing at, the lo- at a local hotel, which uh, has also expanded really big. And right now we are actually almost three, a group of 300. We are 13 short of 300 people on the uh, Mark Twain Riverboat. Thank you, Alex, for explaining that. That is awesome. We're going to take a quick break because the boat just started going, and we'll be right back. So we just got off the Mark Twain boat, and now we're in line for Pirates of the Caribbean. Excited. How was the Mark Twain boat, Janice? It was a lot of fun. A lot of waving and um, people. Uh, what? D- describe describe what they what everyone was doing. What what happened? We had about like 300 some people on the boat, but um, most of them went to the top and they were just waving at people. Uh, there were like races on the canoes. So I'm not sure if you guys know about that. But you can get, uh, rent a canoe with your group and then they race each other. So we're just like cheering people on and stuff. It was a lot of energy, so it was really fun. As you can hear. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can hear a lot of people. You know, people have a lot of energy. That's awesome. It's cool having this uh, entire group that's really into Mega 64. 
I got here the man of Mega 64, Rocco Bodhi. How's it going, man? Hey, how's it going? How you doing? <laughs> here, we're all here at Game Days today. And uh, I had a question. Um, how did this all start? Like, why, why did you want to start doing Game Days, inviting fans? And, you know, it's gotten bigger over the six years. And this is your sixth year doing yeah. Game Days. And from doing it, I've, I think this is my fourth year. Yeah. So I've always had fun, and it's always gotten bigger. And today it's just insane. We yeah. have about how many, like 300? It, I think there's about 300 with us right now. So I'm not sure what will happen later or who's coming, who's going. But right now, yeah, there's about 300. It's pretty crazy. Okay. I didn't expect that many, which is, but it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, we've been doing this for a long time. Uh, you know this interview is authentic because you hear the Mark Twain steamboat in the background. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's been great. We, you know, we did a skit a long time ago where we all went to Disneyland and then we just thought, well, let's make it a legit event. That'd be fun, like as a meetup, you know, just with a few viewers or whatever. And it just evolved into like, yeah, a whole thing. And now we have an event. We have a an event the day before we go to Disneyland that's at a hotel. And it's almost like a mini convention. Like it's just turned into a huge thing. It's crazy. Yeah, with the um, last year is when you started doing the panels. So you had Game Grumps, yeah. um, and then it was you guys. That that was pretty much it for last year, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But even even that, like, we never anticipated having like legit guests. You know, yeah. it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And um, it was great having Keith and even the Aquabats there. Yeah. That was pretty something. And you were such a fan, and it was cool seeing you up last uh, yesterday yeah. on stage with them. Yeah. Um, with everything weird. going on, that was on. weird for me too. That was crazy. <laughs> Yeah. But it's really cool that like you remember being a huge fan of them as you were when you were yeah. kids, and then you're actually working together, yeah. and you've done things like the commercials for the Aquat Super Show, or the Aquat Super Show. Yeah. How's how's that? Just having to deal, not deal, but like just being able to do that. Do you just sometimes everything you've done from like the creators you've met? How does that make you feel? Yeah, it's crazy because yeah, when we were in high school, we would go see the Aquabats. We'd go to their concerts, and one of my favorite parts was. They would show the, yeah, fake commercials during their concerts. That really made it a whole show. It made it a whole experience versus just, you know, some guys playing songs, you know. And so uh, I was always, I think all of us, we were really inspired by those commercials. And we always tried to make shorts that were like that. And so when they asked us to do shorts for their show, that was like a full circle thing. I mean, that was just like, I, I can't believe they're asking us. So it was really fun, too. It's also It was also really cool because they... Those fake commercials would always have to have kids in them. Yeah. And we never work with kids, so it's always kind of a funny experience. <laughs> like, it's, you know, it's unusual for us, but it's kind of a neat challenge. Um, there was a question I wanted to ask yesterday um, during your panel. <laughs> um, with everything you've done, since, like, you have so much footage from, like, high school, from, you know, everything's on YouTube, yeah. Twitch, you do the podcast, even, like, events. Yeah. I kind of, I asked this question to Sean during Comic-Con this year. Do you ever think about, whoa, you have all this footage that your grandkids can see you grow up? And, like, because yeah. I'm the same age yeah, as you our guys. Li our life is archived. It's really yeah. crazy, yeah. Like, I'm the same age as you guys, and, you know, I don't know if you're the same way, but I, I only know my grandfather... From like what uh, stories I heard, or you know, my parents tell me about them. If you have grandkids in the future, if there's anything like school project, like, oh, what, how was your, you know, ask your uh, grandparents where they were, what happened when Osama bin Laden was killed. Yeah. You, you literally have yeah. it on the podcast. That's right. Yeah, we were alive the moment it happened. A lot of people found out through our show. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> um, but do you ever? Have you ever thought of that? Like, oh, well, they, whatever future generation of Bodhi yeah. you're going to have, they could see who you are. Like, yeah. we, I, I don't know how you feel, but I don't know really how my grandpa was. You know, you don't know them yeah. at a young age. Yeah. Um, is there something, how does that make you feel? And also, is there something that you really wouldn't want them to see? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's plenty they don't need to see. But, uh, no, I, it's kind of a double-edged sword because, you know, with, with the kind of way we share everything, our whole lives, you know, some of the mystery is gone, and sometimes that's kind of like, oh man. But in a, but in another way, yeah. I mean, I have ancestors and relatives that I don't really know that much about, and it would have been awesome to know them for who they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, in a way, it's kind of cool that someone you know can know me for who I am by by what I put out there. And you know, I don't know. It's there's definitely two ways to look at it. I don't think there's a right way or a wrong way, but it's interesting. Um, 
Well, yeah. I mean, with everything you've done, um, I'm pretty sure it's safe to say, like, everyone who's here, I'm sure, all, you know, has supported you guys. Um, oh, go, go, go. Oh, this is, okay, this is very important. Get this part. It's very important. When was Pirates of Care being made? 1967 at open. Oh, the 67. <laughs> um, with, I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say that everyone who's here pretty much... With how big your Patreon got, I was, I, you know, yeah, I contributed that, everything. Thank you very it's just much. Cool. Yeah, yeah, no, it's cool, like, either that way or people buying a shirt or, or it's so cool seeing all your fans support you that um, I think, you know, everyone just likes because how, how you guys are as a group and how kind of real you are. Like, most YouTube or not even YouTube or anything that people are into, like, they just seem kind of like it's a thing and they're not being themselves. Yeah. Where you guys do even yesterday that joke you played on Sean, like that's everyone send that to their <laughs> yeah, buddy in some yeah. way or form. Yeah. Like I don't know, I, I, like congratulations on the Patreon. Thank it's you awesome. very much. That was incredible. Like the, the support people have shown to us blows me away. Because we you know we're not the biggest thing in the world by any means, and I never thought we would be, but the, with things like that, they make me feel like we 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 are. And it, I can't thank people enough for that. Like that's really uh, Incredible! Like the the amount of support we have is just incredible. It's really awesome. Well, I mean, we're about to get on Pirates of the Caribbean, are, so I'm, yeah. I'm just gonna end this short. But you know, for you, Derek, Sean, Eric, or, or Eric, Garrett, I mean, all you guys, thanks for everything, and even this too, because it's cool doing it every year. It is cool. It, you know what? And two things I want to say is, hey, if there's something you want to work on, take it from us. Do it. Get out there and keep working at it, because someone out there will find it keep trying it's worth it and then the second thing i want to say is dead men tell no tales just finished Pirates of the Caribbean and we took the picture in front of the Magic Kingdom and what are we going to next Stacy? Stacy? We're gonna get to ride Hyperspace Mountain, the Star Wars version of Space Mountain and I'm super excited. Why? Because it's not supposed to open until tomorrow and getting to ride it with everyone at game days is gonna be really cool. <laughs> That's cool. I'm excited too. I didn't even know that it opened until tomorrow but yeah um how was taking the picture out front of the kingdom, magic, magical kingdom? Oh, it was cool. It was actually like really organized this year. I feel, feel like it takes a lot longer in previous years. And I was actually somewhere, somewhat near the front, so I'll be visible in this year's picture. <laughs> yeah, I know. This year I'm actually going to be there, making faces behind you guys. I was really close to Alex. Did you feel my embrace? I always feel it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I always feel something, and I assume it's yours. I hope it is. I, I dream at night. It is. Well, let's get back to yesterday, Stacy. The Key to Apicary panel. Um, Stacy was a special person that got to act in front of the stage. You were, what, hot bikini babe? Yeah, I was bikini babe number one. And in this, they were reading Hollywood scripts. And then he kind of did a tight embrace, and uh, Stacy went for it, started making out with him. How was that? I was not expecting it, but he got all up all up in my face like it was it was an experience all up in your business <laughs> and yeah no the keith apicary was actually really cool you guys also went on stage like everybody almost like half half of the people at the panel the other day at the time went up on stage and i think i saw a ton of man boobs 
and slobby. Did you take your shirt off, Steve? I did take my shirt off. Yes, I did. Okay, cool, cool. And then you guys were there dancing, but no shirts off here, which I am upset, Alex, because I wanted to see the goods. You didn't show me the goods. That's that's for you. Oh, that's private for you. I'm not gonna show it to everyone. That makes it more special. But I was I was in the in the audience watching everything happen, all the dancing, gyrating, and jiggling. Um, how was it actually being up there dancing? It was um, it was really something being next to all that flesh up there on the stage. I was kind of afraid that the flesh, not the flesh, that the stage would collapse under the weight of all that just gyra- gyrating up Collapsing there. flesh is a really good name for a metal band. <laughs> it is. Um, and after that, there was the Aquabats panel, which was really cool. They talked about um, their show, how it was on was it the hub it was on the hub and the hub kind of just went under now they're looking for sponsorship or they're looking to be shopped around in other networks but yeah they were there showing us like a video campaign they're a special kickstarter or not kickstarter but they had their pilot video they were showing it off it was pretty much just like a is what they're going to show to the networks just a call to arms has a lot of like well i can't really say it because it it was really cool they're going to post it eventually um, they were saying that they're going to be using it to shop around networks. If that doesn't work, they're going to go to crowdfunding. So hopefully that, that works out. Then afterwards, uh, they showed us, or not sh- showed, but they let us listen to some um, of the tracks that are going to be on, the, uh, on their new album, which is just going to be um, the songs from the show, or in the first two seasons, that have been extended. Because uh, the original sound songs from the show are only like 30 seconds so long, because it's a short show. But they extended all the songs to at least like two and a half minutes to three minutes, and so we got to hear um, some of them. Got to hear some of the, like uh, the rough cuts of them, which is really cool. Uh, they were also talked about. Um, oh yeah, they talked about their day at the, the goth. The, what was it? Goth? The, what's the goth beach party? Beach goth. Beach goth. Yeah, they talked about their time there, uh, their experience with Mega 64. And uh, what else did they talk about? I remember there was one more thing. They talk about them getting the rights back to their... Yeah, that was they it. Got the, they got the rights back to uh, Fury of the Aquabats, and they're talking about maybe doing a, a Fury tour with, like, some of the old band members. Which, oh, yeah. Which I'm super stoked for. <laughs> yeah, because they said that Eagle Bones is touring, touring out with some other guys. My Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance. I don't know who they are. Who was that? Never heard of them. Some guy with Gerard Ways. Yeah, cla- classic. Never heard of them. Um... Travis Barker, if they, they might do a tour with him because he was in the Aquabats during okay, that album. I, I know Charles Barkley, okay? He's cool. He's a really good one. So I, I'm, I'm waiting for that. That's, that's really cool. I think I've been to Space Mountain. Cool, yeah, that was pretty much yesterday, and then we had the Mega 64 panel, and right now we're clapping, or we're giving high fives to everyone in the line because that's what we do here at Game Days. High fives. High fives, yeah, high fives. That's right, yeah. High fives, high fives. High fives, high fives. High fives. Yeah, that's what happens. That's what happened here at Game Days. High fives, good vibes, loving. But back to what I was going to talk about. Alex, you know, yep. you, Stacy, yep. Steve, my cousin, special guests on the show today. Yep. And what I always like to talk about when we have special guests mm-hmm. is how did you get into video games? How did you get into video games and what's your favorite video game? Well, uh, I've always been into video games as long as I can remember. I guess it was just like, uh, as, as a kid, it was probably my brother, my older brother. Um, he's not like biologically my older brother, but he's like my, he's my god brother. So uh, he was a gamer, I guess. And then uh, he like let me play his games. And eventually those games became my games. And my games became his broken games. And I just never stopped playing video games since a young age. You know, I remember getting the N64 for, my, for Christmas one year. And uh, I'm that I'm that crazy kid in that video. I'm that crazy white kid. Uh, <laughs> later on in life, I did uh, get a tra- I did get a skin transplant to become more Latino. Uh, but uh, yes, it's I've just been a gamer ever since, and uh, just love everything about it, and probably will be till the day I die. So, yeah. I mean, the cool thing about game days is that all of us can experience and share our love of video games. But what is your like? If you had to choose. Besides breaking the, the little bar, what would what would be your if you had to say this is yours? <laughs> what would be your favorite game? I don't know. I I, I can never I can never like choose a favorite game. Uh, I always go to the games that like I always spend the most time on. Maybe like uh, Kirby's Air Ride uh, for the GameCube. 
um, the Battlefront 2 for the uh, for the PS2. More recently, uh, Team Fortress 2, and uh, even more recently, 120 hours of Binding of Isaac, Rebirth. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm so into that game right now. It is insane. <laughs> and the the DLC just came out, Afterbirth, which is just added way more content to the game, and I just can't What's stop on? playing it like always. But yeah, I don't think I really have a favorite game. But it's about it's around there. Probably something among that. Cool. Alex, thank you very much, man. It's good to know. Wait, no. Oh. Iggy's Wrecking Ball for AN64. <laughs> cool. So I'm getting a vibe that you, you really like the 64? Yeah, it's. I feel like it was my first big main console. I had the SNES. I mean, it was like my brother's console, so I'd get to play, you know, second player or after him. But I think the N64 was my console. That was the one that I had. And that's where I started out, I think. I mean... I had a lot of I have a lot of good SNES memories, but I think that I, the memories are cemented with N64 and beyond. But yeah, I've always been like a Nintendo fanboy too. So Nintendo's the best, man. Yeah, I do think so. I do love them. All that amiibos. I do have way too many amiibos. I have almost 40 something amiibos, like 45 at this point, and only now the Animal Crossing ones are coming out, so I need to get those. So I'm I'm clearly addicted. <laughs> nice. All right. Steve, well, let's let's chat, bro. All right. I want to talk. You and me. All right. <laughs> something something on, on on our podcast, third party controller. I always like to ask the guests. Yes. I am how'd guest. you get in? How 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 did you get into games? Games. Uh, you know, video games. How right. did you get into games, and what's your favorite game? Oh man, how did I get into games? Well, first off, um, I can't really say that like I'm like super into games. I feel like I'm cheating because. I don't know. I, I work a lot now, so like I hardly ever have time to play yeah. games anymore. I never really expanded because like the way I am, I like I don't expand that much. Like I, I get into like a couple things, like, but get super into them. But I don't really, I hardly ever like expand outwards. So it's hard. I don't like saying I'm a gamer or anything because I only know like six games. <laughs> um, so like how I got into them was um, I don't know. Um, one of my first memories, actually, it was like Christmas, and my sister really wanted Nintendo 64 for some reason, and we got Super Mario 64 with it. So like, my sisters barely played it for some like for some strange reason. Like, she wanted it so much, but she never played it. So I was like, oh, I'll play it, sure. So I started I kept on playing it, and when I beat it, I was like, I, that that feeling of completion. I'm like, yes, this is, I love this, I love this so much. And pretty much all the games I got and are super into now, I got because I got into because of my sisters. And oh, then, cool. yeah, but then like they, I don't know, the, the harsh middle school life. They just stopped getting, it, um, they stopped playing them. I was like, like I'm, like I'm like one of my favorite games was like Pokemon. Like that's my favorite series. Yeah. So like how I got my first Pokemon, I got. You can't really see my air quotes, but got my first Pokemon game was I used to play my sisters and like just play around with her Pokemon and everything. And then like I was playing, I won like she was doing homework and I asked like, hey, like Carmen, like can I play your Pokemon Yellow or something? And she said like, oh yeah, like I think I'm kind of done with Pokemon. You can have it. I was like, oh shit, like I'm I'm so hyped right now. So I started playing. I started the game. I started playing it like all the way through. And like again, by the time I beat, I was like, yes, there's like a feeling of completion. Like. I, I just fucking loved it, and yeah, that's pretty much how I got into like video games in general. That's yeah. cool. And, and you talking about like your sisters and they stopped playing at a certain age, right? Yes. I had, were they were your older sisters or younger sisters? Older. older? older. I had two older sisters too, and at yes. a certain age, I think, because you know, girls mature quicker than guys. Yeah. They just stopped playing games. So I'm in the same boat as you. Like they right. stopped at a certain age. Like. I'm a little bit older, so I remember playing, like, the NES, and oh, that's yeah, what we played as kids. And, yeah, I mean, they could probably play Mario for a little bit, but then, like, right, yeah, they exactly. never did anything, like, never went to Super Nintendo 64, or, like, right, all that yeah. All that is weird to them, I you mean, know? I, I mean, I'm just upset because, like, my sister, my, the same sister, she was, like, as a kid, she was, like, super nerdy. Like, she also was like, super into Harry Potter. But growing up in a like, Christian household, that whole thing about, oh, my gosh, the magic, the devil, blah, blah. <laughs> so... So she stopped. And those wands. Right. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So, so my my mom made her throw it out, and and same with Magic the Gathering. I, I bought her like a forty dollar. Again, like this is me as like a seven year old. So like I bought her because like I think it was like um, birthday money or something. I think it's like fat packs, right? The forty dollar fat packs. Right? Yeah. Like it was like a starter set of like Magic yeah. the Gathering. So I bought her that, and then like we were playing it, and then like like one day she just kind of stopped. Like oh, like I need like you can't play that anymore. It's magic. It's evil. And 
Like, I don't know, she's, like, to this day, like, she's still salty about that because, like, my grandma gave her the Harry Potter book, so, like, and, like, my grandma, like, the same grandma's dead now, so she's like, oh, oh man, like, I could have kept that, kept could have kept a memento from grandma, but thanks, Mom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Well, Steve, thanks yes. for sharing with me. Oh, yes, no problem. Very nice. Sweet, sweet. Stacy, it's on to you now. This is the most important interview I've been doing all day. Yes, I interviewed Rocco Bodhi of Mega64, but I'm interviewing you, probably the most important. When I have guests on the show, me and uh, the group like to ask them, you know, how'd you get into games? What are your favorite games? And, you know, stuff like that, pretty much how you got into it. Uh, what's your story? So... When I was a kid, my when I was a kid, my older brothers had an NES, but since I was like the little kid, they wouldn't like let me play with it. So I only got it like every once in a while. But finally, when I was like seven or eight years old, for Christmas I got like a Game Boy Color and Pokemon Yellow, and that was like my first game system and my first game that was like mine that I could that only I could play that I could play as much as I want. So that was like how I first started getting into games, and. Growing up, I played a lot of handhelds because that was the, those were the systems that were mine that yeah. I didn't have to share, that my brothers could like keep away from me, like the N64, the GameCube, or whatever. Like uh-huh. I didn't get to play that often, but yeah, played a lot of handhelds, played a lot of RPGs. Uh-huh. Like one of my favorite games actually is Golden Sun for the Game Boy Advance. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. It's like my favorite favorite RPG, and I just have a lot of memories connected to that. So I think like Golden Sun, I got like. Not even halfway. I think I probably got like two hours into it. I got stuck. So I want to say two of the villains, like they find you in like, there's like searching areas and chests and then they're like, oh, you battle them and I couldn't beat them. I, I forget. It was a long time ago. I never beat it. So I, I have it downloaded on the, the Wii U. But uh, that was always a series I really wanted to get into because I did have friends that were like super into Golden Sun and I love RPGs too. But yeah, like, so that would be your, that's your favorite game? Yeah, I think so. That's that's what I would say. <laughs> I just have a lot a lot of memories connected to it and it's what it was like one of my first RPGs that I played that really got me into the genre and like understanding like what stats do and how gear worked and stuff yeah. when I was a kid and So from there getting into RPGs, what other RPGs do you like? Um well, Fire Emblem's like tactical RPG, but that's yeah. another series that I'm super into. That I again, I played a lot on the Game Boy Advance because yeah, that was yeah. the system I played the most on as a kid. <laughs> that's cool. Nice. Thank you, Stacy. That was awesome. Well, we're gonna get on this Star Wars ride that we were talking about earlier. So uh, we'll be right back. Hyperspace. Shoo. back and we um got to go on hyperspace mountain early what did you think janice i thought it was amazing why was it amazing because everything that is star wars was in this ride and yoda was in it um i meant about like hyperspace mountain or hyperspace yeah no it was really cool man you just you went into light speed you got out of light speed. TIE fighters are just going everywhere. Lasers are shooting everywhere. Halfway in the middle, we talked about it. Like, in the middle, it's just Space Mountain again, where it's just dark, and it's cool. It's going really fast. And at the end, it, like, really takes it into, like, explosions and laser shooting. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I hope they... I, it's a soft opening right now, I heard. Um, so maybe they'll get some feedback and hopefully put some something in the middle so that we're not too bored. But it's worth it at the end. I loved it. It was good stuff. So, guys, Stacy, Alex, Steve, what do you think of Hyperspace Mountain? Amazing. Like, 
The effects were so cool, and I couldn't stop smiling, honestly, when I was on it. It was really cool. Oh, uh, I really liked, I really, I really, really liked it. I think it was amazing. It was really fun. Uh, honestly, they didn't add very much. I mean, it's still really good. They didn't add too much, but what they did add was really good and really immersive. Stuff that you wouldn't expect. I mean, it was like stuff that they, they had to have added that wasn't there before. And it was just like really good. Uh, I don't. I don't think we're gonna say exactly what, just in case for spoilers. No spoilers. Was, yeah, spoiler. I, mean, I honestly don't want to spoil it. It's like a soft opening right now. So I kind of spoiled it earlier. But oh, oh, dang it! Cut Oops. that part out. Just, just yeah. mix it. Cut, cut yourself out. I don't want to hear any of it. Uh, uh, if I hear you at all in the podcast at all, I will, <laughs> I will unsubscribe. Uh, you didn't even subscribe yet. I do. It was all right. No, it was all. It was really cool. I'm not much of like a roller coaster kind of guy, but like I, I had a, I had a blast. I really dig like indoor roller coasters because that was like my very first one when, um, when I was in high school. So like the fact that it was like, obviously the Space Mountain's always indoors, but like they added like the Star Wars twist, which is really like really nice. Just and like the, the Star Wars sound effects, like they're so like iconic that you, like when you hear it, it's like, yep, yep, I'm here, I'm now, like it's it's happening here, and it's just it was really cool. It's really cool. Yeah, and it was a it was a soft opening, right? It, it's it opens up tomorrow, and we got to be in the soft opening. Yes, soft, soft opening. opening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. You should pay attention to me. I'm sorry. I need to pe- need to pay attention to cut this to this podcast that I'm on. Cut her out. Just cut her out. Don't want her in there. If I see her face in this podcast, just. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, hyper. Space Mountain. It was dope. It was good. And then we're on Star Tours, so we're just getting nothing but Star Wars Star Wars goodness right now. We, so, might, we might get something new. Who knows? I'm not sure if they added oh, it yet. Oh, shit. That's right, huh? They should. Yeah. yeah. We'll they report added, back if there's Jaku. something new. They said they were going to add Jakku, so we'll Some see. Some BB-8s. We're going to see BB-8. Oh, God. I hope so. We better. BB-8's the new pilot of Star Tours, confirmed right yep. now. Is it confirmed? Confirmed. confirmed. Yeah. Basketball droids. Voice, voiced by Johnny Depp. <laughs> Confirmed, and, and it's a plushy, plushy BB-8 provided by Stacy, right? Right. See, so come to Disneyland, try it out. It's awesome. We got to try it early. So, I mean, by the time you guys hear this, you can go. But yeah, we're gonna get on Star Tours. So say bye, everyone. Get in line now. Bye. I love you. Goodbye. I also peace. Bye. We'll be back. back and everyone's at the country bear eating food so we have this huge entire group at the back end of country bear as you probably can hear all consuming food together and it's fantastic and great so who I have here is that you heard earlier is Sean and Brenda and here at game days it's encouraged to either if you want to join the group and go on every ride together you can you know, Rocco, Sean, and Derek encourage that. Or if you want to go to and, and, you know, just go on your own anywhere in the park and then meet at key times as, you know, we met in the beginning around 12 o'clock, the meetup. We took pictures in front of the Sleeping Beauty Castle. So they give you those times and we're eating at the Country Bear at 6. But Brenda and Sean both decided to go on their own which was good you know they're encouraged to do that you know they left me but you know I feel sad but anyway what did both of you Sean and Brenda what did you guys uh, end up doing Uh, well um, we went to the bathroom and 
Um, we walked around. We left the park, actually, and got some stamps that said we left. And we almost stood in a line for Starbucks, and then we chose not to. Now we're here. Thrilling, thrilling. I, I enjoy good stuff. What about, uh, did you have a good time, Brenda? Yeah, I had a good time. Uh, we got caught up in the parade twice, which was fun because I've never seen it. So it's a holiday parade. Awesome. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, this is a question I always ask every guest on the, the podcast every time they're on the show. How do you, you know, what was the first time you guys started playing, getting into video games? Like, when did you start getting into it, and what's your favorite series? What's your favorite game? Um, as a kid, I had a computer and the internet uh, since I was a very young kid. So I played uh, Root Beer Tapper on Shockwave.com. Okay. Shockwave.com had a lot of cool games, and uh, I just loved Root Beer Tapper. Eventually got a Genesis, and I played Sonic. So that's probably the start. That's that's pretty cool, man. And then from, from there, like, when what's your favorite series? Uh, I'd say my favorite series at this point is Metal Gear Solid. Um, and I think anybody who plays games a lot would go on to say that it's just a series that has no bad entries, even the spinoffs. So, yeah. Even that Metal Gear Acid? Metal Gear Acid was great, including the sequel. Very interesting stories, too. Metal Gear Acid 2, yeah? Yeah, that was cool. It's a clone of a clone. Why not? Metal Gear Ghost Babble? Actually, probably one of the best games. Metal Gear Solid Snakes, or Snake's Revenge? Uh, you know, people who say it's bad haven't played Trick question, bitch. It wasn't an actual Metal Gear game. It was, it was still... A it's nothing. A non-canon spin-off. Nah, nah. Kojima fun. did nothing on it. But it was still He approved Acid and all those other ones, but he didn't approve that one. Well, that's because he wanted to stop Metal Gear. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, he wants to stop Metal Gear pretty much every time he makes one. And they still all come out pretty good. <laughs> that's true. That is very true. But this time he had not, he didn't really have a choice. He was pushed aside. But that's a, we've talked about Konami all this time. But uh, any other any other stories of how getting into games? Uh, no. Do you have any stories, Brenda? What about you, Brenda? How did you get into games? Like, what... Um, how did you get into it, and what's your favorite series? Um, when I was younger, I used to cheer on my little, or my older brother, excuse me, um, playing Sega games, and I always had fun doing that. And I actually really didn't get into gaming until um, the Nintendo 64, so that was like kind of the console I liked. Uh, but when I started dating my boyfriend, he played video games, and it was kind of nice. It's kind of like a hobby now. So, who's this boyfriend? Sean Paul. Oh, the one we're talking, I thought you were talking about like another one. Oh no, this this one right here, he's a good one. He's a keeper. <laughs> so what's your favorite series? Uh, I probably should have been thinking about this when you were talking to him. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, I'd say I'm a pretty casual gamer. Uh, anything Nintendo, I guess. It's kind of fun. Little puzzle games. Pokemon. Pokemon's pretty good. Uh, silver. Nice. No. I'm glad you both are here. You know, I've met you guys. You guys are cool guys. You guys are, are good friends. I'm, I'm a girl. I'm a girl. You guys are, are a cute couple. <laughs> um, this is actually a segment. Yeah, Brenda's a girl, too, if you didn't know. By the way. What? By the way, what? By the way, she's a girl. Oh, by the way, she's a girl. I am a girl. You is. I am. You are. I am. S. I like to do a little segment on the show called When Couples Play Together, Stay Together. <laughs> when you guys play, like, what kind of games you guys play together, um, to you and your relationship, is gaming together enhance your relationship, better your relationship? If that was something you didn't have in common together, um, you know, what do you, how do you think it would be? Um, I would say that it's just a good experience to have together. Uh, we play a lot of Team Fortress together. Play a lot of. Um, that that's a good one. That's I'm good at that. <laughs> a lot of Team Fortress. A lot of uh, played a lot of Katamari for a while. Those two games in general, I think, are really good to play uh, with. You know, as a couple, you, there's just a lot of possibilities with those two. And I'd say definitely enhanced. Why not? What makes those games really good to play together? Uh, Team Fortress in general, you can take on a lot of support roles, a lot of, you know, like, sometimes she'll heal me, I'll heal her, 
I'll be a sniper. She'll kind of guard around my area. And uh, just, there's a lot of potential for different team uh, dynamics. I like lighting his arrows. So, like, little things like that are just really fun. When I'm a pyro, I'll, like, light his arrow and he'll shoot it. Like, just supporting each other. And it kind of reflects our relationship, I guess, which is really nice. That you light his heart? Aww. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, when we first started dating, I didn't know he liked playing games. It was kind of like top secret. Like, well, not really top secret. What do you think? Were you like embarrassed to tell her? Um, I just didn't like talking about video games in general at school because I was in a group that did nothing but talk about games. So it was really refreshing at times to uh, kind of stray away from that. But no, no, I mean, it's always... It was just something that wasn't brought up. It's just like, oh, we have something that's interesting. And he kind of um, introduced me to a lot of things like Metal Gear. I never would have looked into it. I mean, I saw Snake on, like, Smash Bros., but it wasn't like I actually looked into who is this, what's this game like. And it's pretty amazing. We've had some good conversations and just gaming's really interesting, just the way, like... It's just really interesting. <laughs> just like the way like life works. Like I like science and I didn't think that Metal Gear would have anything to do with science or history and even like with Team Fortress there's like comics for it. So just getting interested in that and I think gaming also was like a segue to um, comic books. Like we both share that in common and that's how we met you. <laughs> so yeah, fun things, fun times. Did I ask you already um, that if, if gaming enhances your relationship it, to you? Do you think it does? Did I ask you that or no? I feel like I... Okay. Um, so, <laughs> to you, do, does being able to play games together enhance your relationship? Yeah, I really think it does. Sorry, I got to think about this. This is pretty deep stuff right here. <laughs> I think well, That's why I like doing the segment, because, like... Everyone knows what you know. What we're trying to do with the show, third party controller, is it's three guys. Joe's married, and you know we like to have all aspects of games, not just three guys talking about games. It, most of it is, but when I, I like these topics where it's when couples play together, stay together. I think it's very important because games aren't. It's very. It, it's it's people think it's a, a masculine thing to do that that girls don't play, but I've known a ton of girls who've played and even couples, and I think that's one thing where it's for everybody. And then showing that a relationship is strengthened by that is is cool. Yeah, I think it really has um, strengthened our relationship. It's something that we can both have in common, and especially with co-op games, like we didn't finish Little Big Planet, but that was something that was really fun, just working together for a goal. And a lot of times, like we'll have nights where we just hang out and play games, and that's really fun. And it kind of takes away from like the the hardships in life and something to just relax. I'd say even passing back a good single-player game is also totally you know, fun for us because, you know, like you can just like hand the controller off and it's, you both play differently and uh, just watching each other kind of figure out how you do different things is, is always really entertaining. And uh, you, you learn more about each other just by watching each other play the same, you know, segments. It's very true. Even just this interview, like we're probably going to talk about it and be like, oh, we should have said this or look in the future. Now, when we look at playing games, we can see like, what really happens behind the scenes. Something's going on over here. Some big cups. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for uh, doing this interview. And, and you, you, both of you guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, Thank you. Cut. <laughs> what? Cut. Cut right here. Okay, cool. I'll cut. End scene. <laughs> Um, I'm here with Derek Acosta of Mega64, and uh, I had a question with everything you're doing with Game Days. Um, how does that feel to you? You know, when you guys started it, you wanted to get have it be a get-together, but how it's grown over, you know, time, and, like, what's 300-plus people? Like, for you, how awesome, you know, how great is that? Feel shitty. <laughs> All right, it feels shitty? Yeah. Nice. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> um, it was a question I asked uh, Sean and Rocco. Um, with everything you've you guys done, you've done uh -huh. since like 
<laughs> um, high school, all the YouTube videos, um, Twitch uh, podcasts. You have so much stuff throughout the years, especially like, you know, you guys were filming your podcast when Osama bin Laden was killed. And that's like, that's something that, let's say later you have grandchildren, if, if they have like a school project, like, oh, what did your uh, grandfather, you know, what did he do? Interview him. It's like, oh, I could just show this video. This is what he was doing. Like, do you ever think how they can actually see you growing up, pretty much? Like, because we're both pretty much the same age. And I don't know how it is for you, but with your grandparents, you know, you know them as your grandparents, but you don't know them how they were when they grew up. You know, how they were, what they liked. Mm -hmm. um, do you ever think about how it would be? I was wondering where you've been. For them to see it, what yeah. would you not want them to Where's see that the... you've done? Or not like embarrassed, but like a little bit embarrassed about something. Like, how, what, do you ever think about that? Yeah. Thanks, Derek. Thank you very much. And, uh, I'm like, where? I hope she's here. I mean, congratulations on everything you guys done. It's awesome. I, yeah, I was talking about it. It's kind of shitty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Derek. Thank you. All right, can I give you some final words? Yeah. You're like, look for him every year now. Uh, it, it is amazing this journey that we've gone on and that, uh, Game Days has grown to what it's become. Uh, but I still feel like we've only come so far and that there's so much still left to do. Yeah. So as much as we've accomplished and as much as my grandchildren will be able to see, uh, hopefully there's still bigger and brighter things. Much bigger and much brighter things uh, to come with game days and with Mega64. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and everything with the Patreon, that was awesome. I, I'm pretty sure it's safe to say that everyone here is a part of the Patreon too. I, I was. I ended up, you know, donating and, and that was awesome you know and it yeah. is it is you guys growing and oh, yeah. going on to bigger things I've, I've and making it bigger and that's what's great you know that's, all of that's awesome yeah thank you um, I don't know if everybody here is part of the Patreon but it's definitely nice that we have so many supporters on Patreon and thank you for supporting us but uh, I mean, you, you guys have given like pretty much a lot of free entertainment you know, even you guys said on the podcast, like, even if you do ad block, even if you do that, as long as, like, buying a shirt or something, you know, supporting us that way, you know, it was great to see people supporting you in other ways, too. Well, that's the thing. Even if you don't support us, we'll we'll continue to put out yeah. as much free entertainment, if not more. I think that uh, our, our entertainment that we provide will always be free. Yeah. And... Um, and uh, it's totally cool if people don't want to do the Patreon or support us and stuff because we, we've hit a point where we can continue and sustain what we're doing forever. So it's just nice that when we do get the support, it just allows us to add more to our repertoire. So that's what's really special about all these, um, I don't know what you'd call them, super fans? People who, yeah. people who really want to push us towards uh, going bigger. It, they actually help out. Everybody who doesn't support us, everybody <laughs> yeah. who just wants to get the content for free, they're going to continue to get everything yeah. for free. And, uh, yeah, it's really cool with that extra special support. We get to we get to make special stuff, uh, but for everybody. There's no restrictions on it. So, yeah, that's basically how I feel. Like, I, I love that we have so much support, but um, ultimately we just like creating. So, yeah, hopefully we'll just keep on creating forever, <laughs> regardless of what happens. Yeah, and it's, it's, I mean, all of it's great. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm a, yeah, I'm a huge fan. This is awesome. Yeah, thank you well, very I'm much. Here, of course. If I wasn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, what happened? Some bug just landed in my hair. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah? Oh, shit. Yeah, all right. I think I felt myself smack him out. All right, cool. We're in the danger zone at Disneyland, releasing bugs on us. Uh, there, the interview just got interesting. <laughs> it did. <laughs> all right, Derek, thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, man. All right, guys. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Sexy 64. I'm here with Garrett Hunter of Mega 64, and um, I just want to ask, uh, you know, I was uh, this is a question I asked Sean, Derek, and um, Rocco. Okay. Um, with everything you guys have done. Uh, videos, I mean, even the DVDs, uh, Twitch streams, you know, your podcast, you have all this stuff of you guys growing up, you know, yeah. footage. Do you ever think that, you know, in the future, your, you know, grandchildren, because I think we're close in the same age. Yeah. 
and you know, if we knew our grandparents, we just knew them as our grandparents and what our parents have told us. You oh know? yeah, I see where you're going. With, with all everything you guys have done, they could see you how you were as kids growing up. Is there anything? And, and the cool thing too is, you know, if they want, you know, let's say there's a school project. Oh, Sean, I got to ask you this too. Yeah. Let's say there was a school project. I, we also have Sean Chatfield here at Mega Sixty Four. Actually, talk to you. Actually, talk to you about this at Comic Con. I asked okay. you, you know, uh, having footage of you guys growing up, you know, yeah. high school and all that stuff. Right. Um, you know, your grandkids will see that and they can see you grow up. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Um, Weird. I'll go first with Garrett. Yeah. Is there anything you'd be embarrassed of that they could see? <laughs> and like, There's some. But it's like cool that they'll be able to see you how you were, you know, and yeah. see everything you guys are doing. There's, There's like, that. there's definitely like some just like lame gay jokes. Yeah, that I've made. Well, hey, the things that we said, you know, seven years ago are not okay to say now. Yeah, and but like I look, I look at like my uh, late grandparents sometimes is like, man, grandpa said some racist shit around That's the table. That's true, so and you know what, maybe he's <laughs> making like, jokes, it was okay then. Maybe they're gonna look and be like, man, Garrett was such, our grandpa Garrett was such a homophobe. I don't maybe. Know. No, but like, there's there's videos like pole polish practice, where I'm dressed <laughs> up as a superhero, just like, rubbing a, a broomstick handle yeah. like, aggressively. Yeah. Where, I don't know, it's like, innuendo laden, hey, but there, it's... There, there's a video where you run down the the alley naked. <laughs> like, you, see you see your butt. Yeah, yeah the fig revolution. Man, yeah. um, so I don't know if it's necessarily like an embarrassment, but I think they will definitely be like, "Wow, like we we're related to this kind of like wild like Grandpa was." Yeah. I know he's an old man, but at one point he was just a wild twenty-something kid too. I'm looking forward to like not like maybe my grandkids, my great 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 grandkids yeah. going back on ancestry.com and finding this like, "Oh, this is him," and then they have all this footage. That's an archive to watch. Of our I shit. think about specifically a, a daughter or a son, and them getting interested on like. I can dig up all this dirt on my parents and, like, listen to 300 episodes of them in their 20s saying dumb shit. Yeah. Like, how how crazy would it be or shitty where you're, you know, you're older, Sean, maybe, you know, and you have Grant... Great grandchild, like come up yeah. to you and be like, "Grandpa, what's the finger bang story?" Oh like, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. And then I'll tell, I'll I will tell that person and only that person. Yeah. Okay. My great great grandson or daughter. You better hope it's you a son. gonna know. Yeah, I know. That's seriously. Conversation. You know what, your daughter, you're out. Great great grandson, <laughs> I'll tell you and no one else. Here's a look. I've yeah. been wanting to tell you guys. I'll tell you my finger bang story. You don't have to tell. <laughs> Jeez. But this was like in high school, high school girlfriend, everything like that. Now, you know, you'd mess around in your room. You know, oh, yeah. we'd mess around in the Keep room. Keep the door cracked so you could tell if your parents were coming <laughs> yeah. upstairs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're we're in the room messing around, and then it's like, okay, let's go for a walk. But we're barely going to walk, and then like, okay, let's go make out and mess around in the side of the house. And it's night already. Like, it's dark. Side of the house. Sneaking <laughs> yeah. into the yard. So there I am, pulling the pants down. Uh-oh. Like... Oh, right? God, yeah. Think, outside. Man. Yeah, yeah, outside. outside. And, you know, my parents are in the living room, oh, right? God. But it's dark, so no one sees I'm me. I'm nervous. So I'm, and I'm, and I'm going, all right, cool. He's <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm literally hey, like this. For those of you listening to this, he's given us a very, very <laughs> graphic hand we're gestures. In a, we're in Disneyland <laughs> amongst a very large very crowd. Very graphic but hand he's gestures. He's I see it. <laughs> I know exactly what he's doing. Okay, and uh, I'm even like going to the ground. I see <laughs> what you're doing. He said, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> okay. So, okay, I'm doing that. And then I'm like, man, she's super, <laughs> right? Oh, no. So. And then, okay, let's just that go back happens, in the house. Uh, they're into you. Yeah. So um, I'm like, okay, let's go in the house, you know? Yeah. And thank God my parents weren't there because when I looked, my hand looked like it felt someone shot oh. my fucking hand and it was all blood rolling down oh. my arm. All in that. Like halfway to Red Wings. Yeah. And That's that, brutal. And, the, and I was like, oh shit. Luckily, my parents left the living room and I fucking just went to the bathroom and washed my whole arm. Yeah, like, it was like a murder. It was yeah. like a murder scene. It's like I killed somebody. And, uh, it's so you know, fucked up. You're not the only one. I've heard of that happening a lot. I think youth, it, maybe the, uh, they don't have, the youth don't have the wherewithal to like, you know, warn ahead of time. Like, hey, maybe this week might not the be-, be the best time to go, you know. Hey, you bet. <laughs> it's under construction. Yeah. There's ways to say it, you know, and you uh, get part of my gets, dust. Someone gets a point, but you know, when you're like 14, you don't know any better. Yeah, you're just well, doing what feels good, man. I wasn't doing that when I was 14. Well, let's be real. 
Let's, not, let's be not, real. You, Hunter. you still haven't told the finger bang story, so we don't know and what happened. And I never happened. will. Until great-great-grandson, get ready. It's going to be gross. I just thought, I was like, you know what? I'm going to tell you mine. You never have to tell anyone yours. Yeah. I'll just tell you mine. Hey, even Tom Green asked me mine. I didn't tell him, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true, cool. Tom. Um, also, one more thing. I'll yeah. let you guys go because, yeah. you know, it's, everything's starting to kind of come. Um, yeah. Everyone's starting to go. Um I mean, like, with everything you guys done, and, like, how great the Patreon was, and yeah, I'm, I, yeah. you know, and Super I was talking happy. to Derek and, and uh, Rocco, I'm pretty sure it's safe to say a good amount of people here have also, uh, have also contributed right. uh, to the Patreon. Yeah. I'm one of them. You know, just Thank with you. everything you. everything you guys have done, like, all the free content, and, like, you guys are even like, hey, if you don't want to do this, you know, right. just watch stuff, maybe not ad blocked or buy a shirt. Right. I think it's great. I just want people not to feel pressured into doing it. That's the last thing I want. Yeah. Only do it if you want to. And I told Rocco this is like what I love about you guys is compared to other YouTube or or Twitch or any other personalities that are out there, like you guys just seem more real. Oh, thank like you. like it's just it doesn't feel forced. Like a lot of the stuff you guys do is not forced. Even like yesterday with the whole button. Yeah. With the whole button thing. Yeah. Something you do with your buddies. You just yeah, you right. kind of like just, just shared it with everyone. Yeah, yeah, just exactly. busting balls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I was looking at your face. I'm like, holy shit. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, was I was sitting on the stage going, holy shit. Sean's going to cut Derek's was, head off. It was just six years. I've wanted it so bad. We were so close. I just wanted to finish the project. Yeah. I just I just wanted to finish the project. That's yeah. all I wanted. Yeah. yeah. Greg knows. I know. You're not leaving, are you? <laughs> no, I'm going oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But thank you again, dude. Yeah. Seriously, so much. Like, you guys coming out here and yeah. just the support that we got through the Patreon. Yeah. Like, it's you guys, we owe the thanks yeah. to. And absolutely, it, absolutely. And it keeps getting bigger, and, and I, I love coming to game days because it's crazy. And it's it's cool to see other people just looking like, what is this? Like, yeah. I'm not a part of this. It looks awesome. I don't know. I just see people, yeah. like, looking. Yeah. It's just great. Um, and it's not... This is not where you guys are gonna be. It's just gonna be even better. Like wow, Derek yeah. said it himself, it is gonna be better. Like yeah. there's, there's no it's way. Continually to... growing. I think it's gonna be continually expanding. And game days has been. I've heard uh, from a lot of people like we took what we learned last year and improved upon it. Right. And then I think we're gonna do that again next year. Yeah, exactly. That's the goal. And just keep doing it. The goal. Yeah. The goal is to make it as you know as fun as possible. But again, as real and as low pressure, and just hang yeah. out if you want, do whatever you want to do. Because I think a lot of things that we go to are like set schedule. And it's kind of, it's it's a lot. Where ours, we try to make it just like, if you want to come, come. If you don't, that's yeah. all right. Keep like it whatever simple, you want to do. Simple, stupid. Yeah. Thank you, Garrett. Thank you. Yeah. So it's a whole construction. K I S S. Kiss logic. Dude. I've never, I've never worked construction. Satan, Satan service. Oh. Yeah, I've guns. heard, I've heard of that. Yeah. Are we going? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Are we doing a bit? Well, no, we're doing. No, we're, we're, do, doing we're closing this interview. Closing. Brian, you want to have any closing oh, okay. words? I'll, I'll tell you a quick, a real quick interview. Of what I was telling them he with everything. That was what he just told me. Okay. I was like, yeah. he, he, he yeah. said it to me. Right. With everything you guys done, like so much you filmed, you right. know, the podcast and, and videos, and this is Brian Abushakra of Mega Sixty Four. Um, when you you know have great grandchildren, they're gonna see everything that you've done. Yeah. Like, it's um, is there something that you're kind of like, oh man, Mike? They're gonna be able to see me young as a young man and who I am because in our age you know uh, we're pretty much the same age we don't know we know our grandparents but not like when they were young so right. you'll be able to see them is there anything that like oh I kind of hope they don't see this or you know I hope they see this and it's pretty awesome I hope they see everything I do honestly I'm never going to show them anything that I did if I ever have kids or grandchildren yeah. because I don't feel like I need to yeah. but if they ever want to they'll know it exists because I'll probably tell them stories like we've all you know heard our grandparents stories yeah, yeah. but now we can say oh yeah there's actually a video on it if you want to see it I don't think about anything that I do is going to be bad to them yeah. I don't ever think that it's going to be detrimental to them if anything it'll be a, uh, a way for me to teach them something and, and give them a lesson yeah. everything you do in life you got to learn a lesson from so you can never make any mistakes because you always learn from them yeah. so uh, honestly if it's just going to be something that's going to be cool, and I can reminisce and tell them even more stories. That's going to be the new storytelling, I think, for yeah, us. Yeah, that's cool. Come yeah. to think of it, as, as I'm saying this, I'm like, oh, I think for us it's going to be really sharing those experiences by actually showing those yeah, experiences, yeah, yeah. which is going to be cool. So yeah. I, don't, I don't think I'll cringe to anything that I put out for it. No, I think it'll be fun, and, and it'll be a, a, the, I hope they'll have a good sense of humor because yeah. they'll be my kids. So yeah, yeah. I'm pretty excited for that. Yeah. Brian, thank you very much, man. Thank you, man. It was awesome. Out. Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and that is the end of the interviews for tonight. Thanks for listening, guys, and there'll be more in a bit. Later.
So that'll be it for this year's Game Days 2015, as you can tell from my voice. It was a really great and fun two-day event. Um, had fun the first day at the panels, having Keith Abacary, the Aquabats, and Mega64. Everything they provided was great. Um, I got to try Kickapoo, and, you know, that was awesome. But, uh, yeah, um, just everything on the first day was fun, um, crazy. And then, too, Disneyland, that, that was great. And, uh, you know, thanks to everyone, you know, involved. Thanks, you know, to um, thanks to Brenda, Sean, for being on the podcast. You know, it was just me this week. Uh, the guys were pretty busy. Um, especially special thanks to my cousin Janice, man, coming down from San Diego and being able to be up and being able to be a part of game days. And she really enjoyed it. It was her first one and she loved the energy and that's really great. You know, it's, it's, it shows that what the guys are bringing from mega 64 is a lot of fun. And even from outsiders, it, it brings in a lot of like good vibes and uh, you know good posy vibes and that's what that's what the guys are all about and that's great i mean also thanks to you know alex stacy and steve those guys were great in answering questions it's really great um and, and you know a lot of special thanks to rocco derek sean kevin eric brian and garrett you know just all those guys all talking to everybody you know like just being making this a part of of such a huge event and you know if you're listening to this and you were at game days thanks for listening to the podcast that's great it's awesome um and for regular listeners of the show you know if you know who mega 64 is you don't know who mega 64 is i mean check out their stuff on youtube mega 64 or go to the website mega64.com i mean they're great guys, funny, and they're just real down to earth. They're really cool guys, and and they're they're you know with all the interviews and 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 even yeah, thanks for the the great doing the interviews too, man. It was not a bother for any of them, so it's just great and and everything they do. Check them out, you know. Buy a shirt at the, on the Mexico4.com store. They have a Patreon too, man, and, and that blew up. That was awesome, as you heard in the interviews. Those guys are great, man. They're they're awesome, and the, and they're having something that that is just so much energy. That's why my voice is gone, man. It was just a bunch of like everyone was just having fun, clapping, yelling, just like it was great. And you know, Rocco and and, and the rest of the crew just top notch, good guys, man. They're 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 awesome, and I can't say anything else more positive about those guys they're just great and everyone who helps out too you know um it's good stuff man um so you guys you know don't really know mega 64 that much i'm hope i hope this this podcast just helped you check them out you know check out a few videos you know just they're great guys um i can't say it enough and i keep just saying it (laughs) but uh yeah um well getting back home but yeah um Thanks again for listening. You know, uh, we are Third Party Controller Podcast. It's me, Jesse Lira. Um, my other two hosts, uh, Bethel Esparza and Joe Ramirez, unfortunately, were unable to come. But, you know, if you stick with us or continue listening to the podcast, you'll hear them. And, and they're great guys and they're really good friends of mine. Um, but, yeah, you know, check us out at, you know, if you want to listen to more of our stuff. At shoutengine.com, um, we're also at thirdpartycontroller.com, uh, but with a three for third-party controller. 
And uh, yeah, we have a Twitter, Instagram. Uh, if you want to send us questions for the show, we answer questions. If you has, uh, if you have suggestions for the show as well, um, it's at Third Party Controller Podcast at gmail.com remember it's the three um for third and yeah thanks for listening and we may not be as good as everyone else but we kind of get the job done later